1: 12.37, 23 minutes down in front of 1 o'clock. All the news at one Pregame show 1.30. First pitch after 2 o'clock. Dylan Bundy against our old friend Jose Barrios. Twins and Blue Jays. Twins got the win in game one after a really rough stretch in Detroit. Uh, they dropped 4 or 5 to the Tigers. Uh, players could make the trip into Canada because of their vaccination status. Uh, the injuries continued to mount, but uh, the Twins played A terrific ball game on Friday night. And get the W. The bats, the bullpen, all front and center in that one. And we'll have highlights on that. Still, we have a ton to come here on the Twins Magazine Show. A little bit later on, following the highlights, Chris Isles, Twins Senior Director, Brand Experience and Innovation, will talk about a big upcoming homestand at Target Field. One of the marquee homestands of the summer with the New York Yankees coming to town. Their uh, only visit. To Target Field this summer. Uh, we'll we'll talk a little bit about Byron Bucks tonight as well. Uh, as I mentioned, all the news and weather at one, and then our friend Bob Nightingale from USA Today and an Odyssey Sports MLB Insider will join us to talk about uh, the Phillies fired their manager Joe Girardi. They've gone in a new direction, uh, but just an in interim. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on what's going on in the American League Central Division. Uh, the Twins are struggling, still comfortably in first place. Uh, the White Sox have been a disaster. We'll get Bob's insight uh, on what's going on uh, in the AL Central as well. And, of course, uh, Bob Nightingale is an insider, and those calls are presented uh, By BetQL, BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. So that is uh, coming up a little bit later on in the program. Then we'll get you set for first pitch. We'll run down the major league scoreboard, take a a sneak peek at the Twins lineup today in Toronto and then turn it over to the pregame show at 1.30 today. And the Twins struggled this week, extended beyond the field uh, with with injuries and, and COVID. Uh, Corey Provis, Chris Atterbury were in Detroit, uh, called the early games in the series. They weren't available. Uh, illness set in. And then Dan Gladden had to get called back from a scheduled vacation to call the final games of the Tiger series. And Danny called the first game. Of the series in Toronto with Glenn Perkins last night. So um, the uh, the turmoil on and off the field uh, for the Twins. We'd expect uh, Danny behind the mic again as well today. A little other Twins news we want to get to you right away. We brought it up earlier in the program. Uh, they announced that they have reinstated outfielder Galber- uh, Galberto Celestino from the COVID injured list, Celestino missed the Twins' last nine games since being placed on the injured list on May 27th. And uh, the 23 year old enters today among the Major League Rookie Leaders, a minimum of 70 at bats, in batting average, where he's first, on base percentage, second, and OPS, seventh, in batting 324. So Celestino available to the Twins again. So a bit of good news on this Saturday. And some real good lo- news last night uh, for the home nine in that win over Toronto. They they limp out of Detroit after dropping four out of five. Some players sent back to the Twin Cities because they couldn't get into Canada due to their vaccination status. Well, the players that were available really stepped up. It, it wasn't a terrific start by Chichi Gonzalez. Three innings, four hits, three runs. Uh, all of them earned. Struck out one, didn't walk anybody, gave up a couple home runs. His ERA was nine. But then the bullpen came in and was lights out. Absolute lights out work by the bullpen. Five relievers, six shutout innings, didn't give up any hits, didn't give up any runs, and ended up uh, striking out a grand total of six batters and ended up walking just two. What a job by the bullpen. And then, of course, the other bright spot last night were the Twins' bats, and the Twins' bats were booming at Rogers Center last night in that 9-3 victory. It, it, got, it, it got started early, and uh, Kyle Garlick uh, went downtown, and that was just the beginning.
2: And there's a fly ball hit well into center field. And that ball is going to be out of here. A two-run homer for Kyle Garlick, and like that, Twins are on the board. Lead 2 to nothing.
1: How about that? So Kyle Garlick gets it started, and they weren't done. An inning later, Jose Miranda goes deep.
2: As Kikuchi delivers, and that ball's hit well down the left field line. And that ball's going to get into the corner, and that ball is a home run. Kikuchi shaking his head. Miranda jumping on that. First pitch, Twins back on top, 3-2, to two. Miranda's third of the year.
1: Yeah, how about that? So Jose Miranda, Kyle Garlick, get him started. Well, Garlick, an inning after that, in the third is second of the game.
2: And the 2-2 pitch, that ball's hit well into left field. Back goes the left fielder, and that ball's gone. A two-homer night for Kyle Garlick, and the Twins now lead 4-2. to two.
1: Yeah, so the Twins using the long ball very effectively last night. Uh, There was a little injury news last night, more than a little. Uh, One of the uh, Twins' most reliable performers so far this year, Gio Urshela, came over from the New York Yankees, got picked off, and then ended up getting hurt. And a pickoff, and they've got Urshela picked off at second
2: base, and he is down. And the spin move—it looked like Urshela kind of rolled his leg, his ankle or knee, and he's up on one leg right now.
1: Yeah, so he had to leave the ball game. That—that that certainly uh, didn't help the Twins' injury matters. And then uh, onto the sixth, and Jose Miranda hit another home run—the fourth of the game for the Twins.
2: Miranda with a three-ball, two-strike count. The pitch swung on it hit high in the air. Left field, that's got a chance, and out of here. Miranda's second home run, a two-run shot, and the Twins now extend their lead to 6-3. to three. Yeah,
1: how about that? Jose Miranda having a night. Uh, Byron Buxton, who's really struggled at the plate, had a pretty good game. As a matter of fact, had an excellent game. Three overall hits and five at-bats. Did strike out a couple of times and also put the ball over the fence late for insurance.
2: Swung out, hit high in the air, left field, got a chance. Get up and gone. A Byron Buxton two-run over, and the Twins now lead 9-3. to three. How
1: about that? Byron Buxton getting it going. That is a good sign. Uh, in, in the meat of a very tough stretch, the schedule, Toronto, New York, Tampa Bay all coming up with, with the Yankees and the Rays on the schedule at home. All right, the manager, Rocco Baldelli, talked to the media after the game and gave the Twins uh, injury update. Gio's
3: doing okay, actually. We're going to treat him day to day. When he went back on that pickoff, he uh, we're going to call it a mid-arch sprain on his foot, kind of a foot sprain. Um, we thought it was an ankle sprain, but... Uh, it's right in the same area, so we're going to let him uh, get some treatment and see where he's at. Kyle Garlick came out because of a mild hamstring strain. Uh, we saw him stretching at first base uh, after his base hit, and then um, we got him out after I think there was a maybe a play at second or ground, ball. I forget what happened. But uh, he ran to second base, and then we, we got him out of there. Um, we're going to have to evaluate him to
1: see when we think he's going to be available. So George Shelley and Kyle Garlick, two home runs in the ball game last night both banged up. We'll certainly hear more on the pregame show and during the ball game today. And what about five home runs Rocco Baldelli talked about the Twins bats. We really came alive and
3: we um you know sometimes when you kind of take it to the other team and uh you know keep punching back um after you know going back and forth for a little while and our guys just didn't stop and it was it was great to see it was it was a really nice night too for uh garlic and a really nice night for miranda um they were on stuff all day long uh so that was great and to see buck uh get in on the action and hammer one it was uh it was great
1: yeah good good night for the twins and really an important win after just a nightmare in detroit losing four out of five to the lowly tigers and then finally back to the bullpen uh Chichi Gonzalez got the start. Didn't do much, but the bullpen picked him up, and they were lights out.
3: I didn't even know it was six hitless innings. Um, It felt like it, but I I didn't know that. Uh, Really impressive. I mean, uh, and turning the ball over to these guys, uh, Jarrell Cotton comes in in a big spot with a lot going on uh, and just really... And the changeup was excellent, just an excellent pitch. I mean, throwing it for a strike when he needs it, throwing it for a ball when he needs it. Um, great outing for him. And really, you could look to all those guys that came in and uh, pat him on the back.
1: All right, so there he is, the manager, Ron Cobaldelli. Much needed 9 3 win to open this series in Toronto. Same two teams today Dylan Bundy for the Twins and Jose Barrios for the Blue Jays. First pitch. Just after 2 o'clock. Much more on the way. Uh, the upcoming homestand, a big one with the Yankees and the Rays coming to town. Chris Hiles, twin senior director, a brand experience and innovation, talks about that homestand. And Byron Buxton night next Friday night, we'll get into all of that in a moment here on the Twins Magazine Show, here on News Talk. e three O W C C O. Twins road trip continues, Dylan Bundy on the hill, Jose Barrios for the Blue Jays from Toronto, pregame thirty. First pitch just after 2 o'clock, Twins return home, open a big three game series with the Yankees, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night, then the Rays come to town, and first game of that series with the Rays, Byron Buxton, NFT night, and to explain, Chris Isles joins us. And Chris is the Senior Director of Brand Experience and Innovation with the Twins. Chris, good to visit with you, I hope all is well.
4: Good to be here, and likewise.
1: Yeah, and uh, tell us more about Byron Buxton NFT Night, because when I saw this, I'm like, whoa, um, we got to get someone on and talk about this one.
4: Yeah, for sure. So uh, NFTs are really kind of the next uh, iteration of, of collectible. It's a, it's a digital collectible. Think of uh, modernizing baseball cards, if you will. When I was sure. a, a kid growing up, uh, baseball cards were all the rage. I had tons of baseball cards. Um kids these days, they're collecting NFTs, similar to, to how, you know, probably you and me collected baseball cards back in the days. So uh, really stepping into the modern era of digital collectibles and offering all fans who are coming to this Friday's game uh, the Twins' first ever NFT giveaway, uh, which will be available to anyone who uh, comes to Target Field on Friday.
1: Yeah, and this is great, and if people aren't sure, talk to your kids and they'll explain it to you. But but this is really neat, and you've got a partner in all of this.
4: Yeah, we do. So uh, we, along with MLB, have partnered with uh, Candy Digital, who's the official NFT partner of Major League Baseball. Uh, they mint and produce all NFTs on behalf of all 30 major league clubs. So we partnered up with Candy, uh, to create this Byron Buxton NFT. It's got some really cool images of, uh, Byron on it. It's got some neat animation got his digital signature on it and uh for fans who have tickets in the ballpark app who who want to get this nft uh it'll be customized with your uh seating location for the game on friday which is a a nice little piece of, of customization to, to kind of say i was there
1: yeah and it really moves into prime time at the ballpark as well huge homestand Two outstanding teams. The Yankees always a marquee attraction, and they're playing very well Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. And then a really solid Rays club. And of course, this uh, first ever Byron Buxton NFT night. And I would assume this is going to catch on, and it, it'll be done again at some point.
4: That's right. Uh, so as of right now, uh, we've got the the Byron Buxton one on the books, and then look for us to do another one in uh, in early August, likely in association with uh the hall of fame celebration for tony oliva and jim cott one other thing related to nfts that i'll throw out there is, is we have a uh, special uh, nft that's available for any season ticket holders um all season ticket holders have been given the opportunity uh to claim that but if you are a season ticket holder and haven't claimed your nft reach out to your rep Or if you were thinking about becoming a season ticket holder, one of the cool new benefits that that we can offer you right now is this first-ever Twins season ticket holder NFT. All
1: right. Well, well, Chris, always good to visit with you. Big homestand coming up. And uh, I I think response is going to be great. And as always, uh, to find out more, where do people go?
4: Go to twinsbaseball.com slash NFT to find out about what we got going on, and we hope to see everyone at Target Field. It's going to be a great, great couple months for baseball here.
1: All right. Enjoy the day and uh, hope to visit again soon. Likewise. Thank you. All right. There he is, Chris Isles, joining us, Senior Director of Brand Experience and Innovation with the Twins, uh, about the Byron Buxton NFT Night. Uh, You want to get in early on this. This is the next big thing. Uh, Learn more uh, about this one when you get an opportunity. At first, I'm like, what? How is this going to work? But it is really cool. Uh, Digital scrapbook stuff. Really really neat. Uh, And and, uh, thanks again uh, for Chris joining us. We've got all the news. We've got all the weather coming up at 1 o'clock today. And our Twins coverage and our Major League coverage will continue. Bob Nightingale will join us. Uh, He works for USA Today and has covered the Major Leagues for a long time. And is an Odyssey Sports MLB insider. Uh, A manager's already been fired in the big leagues this season. Uh, The Yankees are red hot. They take on the Twins. And what's going on in the division outside of the Twins? The White Sox are really struggling. That is all Coming up here on the Twins Magazine show, we'll take a look at today's starting lineup and count you down to the pregame show at 1.30 here on the home of the Twins. Twins and Blue Jays first pitch, a little over an hour away. Bundy against Barrios here on News Talk, 830-WCCO.
0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: Pre-game on the way at 1:30 today. A first pitch just after two o'clock. Dylan Bundy against Jose Barrios, Twins and Blue Jays. Game two of the three-game set from Toronto. Twins won 9-3 to three last night. Six outstanding innings by the Twins' bullpen. Uh, six no-hit innings in relief for Chichi Gonzalez, who was uh, sent back to AAA St. Paul. Uh, and they did that to make room for outfielder Galberto Celestino who was activated from the COVID injured list. He admits the last nine games. Uh, Celestino has been a big bright spot for the Twins so far this season. So uh, good news indeed. Celestino back, Gonzalez back to AAA St. Paul. He will stay with the club and be on the taxi squad once again, Twins and Jays coming up in the game last night. A couple of home runs from Jose Miranda, a couple of home runs from Kyle Garlick, and three hits from Byron Buxton, including a two-run shot late that padded the Twins' lead and gave them a much-needed 9-3 victory after a miserable start to the trip in Detroit, losing four out of five to the Lowly Tigers. Uh, right now. Joining the show is Odyssey MLB Insider Bob Nightingale. Insider calls are presented by BetQL. Get access to data and insights the sports books don't want you to see. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Bob, it's been a while. How you been? Yeah, doing great. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, good to visit with you. Uh, Let's start with some of the news around the major leagues. Uh, A manager has been fired. The Phillies uh, move on.
5: Yeah, first uh, manager of fire before the All-Star break, you know, since they uh, might be of the Royals when he was managing the uh, St. Louis Cardinals, you know, back in that uh, 2018. So is coming. They weren't going to bring him back anyway. Uh, you know, when you have $230 million invested in a team, fourth largest payroll in baseball, you know, you expect a lot more than that. So they, they saw you know, that nothing was going to change. So, you know, they uh, promote the interim manager, Rob Thompson, and yeah, we'll see what happens off season. If they don't make the playoffs, I'm sure they'll go out and uh, look, you know, look for somebody else.
1: Yeah, and uh, why, why didn't it work out in, in Philadelphia? What's, what's your sense? What, what went wrong with Joe Girardi?
5: Well, I know this this year for sure, it's not his fault, just the way the team is constructed. I mean, they can't play defense at all. You know, it was like a softball team out there. You know, balls dropping everywhere. They just tried to out-slug everybody and didn't work. The bullpen was a disaster. So I'm not sure much is going to change under Rob Thompson. It's not, you know, it's not Girardi's fault. A lot of times it never is, you know, a manager's fault. Uh, maybe they were too uptight. Who knows? Needed, uh, you, you know, need a different voice. So we'll see what happens. But you know, I think everybody, David Dobrosky on down, will say, you know, it's not, it's not Joe Girardi's fault or not completely his fault. But you got to pay the price.
1: Bob Nightingale joining us from USA Today and an Odyssey MLB insider. Uh, Bob, any other managers on the hot seat at the moment?
5: There's a bunch that could uh, get fired in the off season. I'm not sure about now, Steve. I would say the closest to the hot seat right now would be Scott Servers of Seattle Mariners, and they were supposed to make the playoffs this year. 21-year drought. Uh, they built up. They got the Young winner and Robbie Ray. So, you know, for them uh, playing the way this year, I would say they've got to be the biggest disappointment in baseball, you know, that team in the Chicago White Sox. So he's in the hot seat. And then we'll see what happens the rest of the year. Uh, if the Angels don't make the playoffs, Joe Maddon will be fired. Uh, we'll see about Chris Woodward in, uh, in Texas. Um, and we'll see about Taylor Russo. Uh, if the White Sox do not make the playoffs, he's got one more year in the deal. I know it's Jerry Reinsdorf's pick. But they don't make the playoffs. I think right. I think a uh, Larusso may be the first one to say, you know what, it's not working. Let me step down and have somebody else give it a try.
1: Yeah, a, a big struggle, and we'll talk more about the AL Central and what's going on there, and particularly the White Sox. But but back to the Angels for a moment. They got off to a really good start. All of a sudden, they've dropped nine in a row, and they're really leaking oil.
5: They really are. Mike Mike Trout's been a uh, I think we're 114 on this road trip. Otani's not the same guy as last year. He's so, a good player, obviously, very good player, but not the same guy. Rendon, that contract's been a disaster, $245 million. And, uh, you know, this contract could be one of the worst in, his, in baseball history. I mean, he's just not playing, always hurt. Uh, see what happens there. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, a, uh, you know, a bunch of teams better, you know, show some promise. Uh, you know, a uh, uh, Don Manuel with the Marlins—they're supposed to be doing this. You know, maybe you know, you know, they were going to compete for the division title, but they're certainly supposed to compete in a uh, and be a competitive team. And they've been—they've been a uh, a poor team, and now Derek Jeter's gone, so that makes it tougher as well.
1: Yeah, I saw a tweet earlier in the day, and I—I I know you commented this as well uh, early. MVP a candidate has to be Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> the Cardinals project the, the, the numbers so far are absolutely ridiculous uh, for the Cardinals star.
5: Yeah, he's a uh, 39 game uh, streak at getting on base. He's hit about 405 during that streak. Uh, you know, what a trade. I When mean, you talk about lopsided trades, this may be most lopsided trade in, uh, you know, maybe since uh, <laughs> Lou Brock and Ernie Bergoglio for the uh, Cardinals. I mean, it's unbelievable what a steal this is. The three guys they traded away to Arizona have done absolutely nothing. And then you throw in the Nolan Arenado trade from Colorado, I mean, those two trades have just saved that franchise. Uh, but besides being a great player, just a marvelous human being. You know, he's almost, a, uh, when you talk to him, almost a modern-day version of, uh, of Harmon Killebrew as far as that humility and, and uh, how humble he is.
1: Wow. Uh, in comparisons to Harmon Killebrew, that is rare because, as, as you know, Bob, uh, about as good as it gets of, uh, among uh, human beings that ever play in the, the, the major leagues. Uh, let's get to the American League Central where we have a moment. Uh, twins leading... Even after a disaster of a week in Detroit where they dropped four out of five, they had players that couldn't get into Canada because of vaccination status. The injuries continue to pile up, and the Twins still have a four and a half game lead over Cleveland. And you already talked about the White Sox, a major disappointment so far.
5: Yeah, I mean, they're right there. was as big a disappointment as anybody in baseball. Uh, complete disaster. Uh, you know, granted, they've had injuries, so have a lot of teams, but they've, you know, maybe have more key injuries than than most teams so if you're the twins hey take advantage of you know probably you're in the worst division in baseball uh you know who knows maybe the twins will end up to be the only team with over a 500 record but take advantage of it and that's what that's what they're doing uh but you know you're right i mean you can't lose four to five to detroit that's awful but hey when the uh the white Sox are losing as well it doesn't make a difference just more time yeah. off
1: the schedule yeah, the Twins have, uh, in the midst of a tough stretch of the schedule, game two coming up at Toronto, as I mentioned, it'll be Bundy against Barrios in that one. And then uh, they return home and open a three-game series with the Yankees. And the Yankees, uh, on the flip side, they're, they're just on fire, 37-15. and 15, And they got uh, a big bat back in an already potent lineup in Giancarlo Stanton.
5: Yeah, I mean they, uh, you know, what Aaron Judge is doing—twenty home runs. I mean, he's on pace for get uh, over, you know, fifty home runs and over two hundred hits. That's only done by four players in in baseball history. Uh, you know, Anthony Rizzo—all those guys that the Cubs dumped, dumped. Anthony Rizzo is the only guy who is performing well, and he's been nice nice mainstay in the middle of the lineup. But they've got some great pitching. I mean, Steve—who who ever thought that they, uh, the Yankees' would, their rotation would be the second best in baseball behind the Dodgers? Uh, you know, Nestor Cortez and those guys, you know, uh, you know besides Cole, are, are just pitching tremendously.
1: And uh, Cole, uh, perfect game uh, into the late innings last night for the New York Yankees, and they're formidable. The, the, the controversy, Aaron Judge, by the way, hit a leadoff home run. We'll have a rundown of the scoreboard in, in a little bit today. Is it what, what, what's going on, Judge and the Yankees? Is that, Has that calmed down?
5: Yeah, I mean, it's just a situation where they offered him about $213 million. turned it down, and people go, oh, my God, he's been hurt a lot. So he turned out, you know, he bet on himself. So you know what? I, I, uh, I'm i like a Mike Trout of the East Coast. I should, be trade, I should be paid like Mike Trout. You know, not a 10-year contract. He got 10 years at $360 million, uh extension. He's not getting a 10-year deal. Not that he's at 30 but he can get $35, 36000000 million a year. And so, you know, at the end of the season, you know, you'll have the Yankees, you'll have the Giants, maybe the Mets too. But you were talking about that kind of money. You only have only really having two or three teams bid
1: on you. Yeah. Um bob couple other thoughts on on where we stand. We we've already mentioned some of the big disappointments, some of the teams that are in trouble. We've already seen a manager fired. What what stands out to you so far this season is maybe the the biggest pleasant surprise right near the top of the list could be the minnesota twins and their turnaround granted they had a bad week in detroit losing four out of five but where they were a year ago to where they are now is quite a turnaround
5: oh you're absolutely right steve uh yeah i'll go minnesota twins number one I and mean, when you uh you know last year talked about the minnesota twins and san diego padres as far as arguing who's the biggest disappointment um you know now i think the twins are the clear-cut you know favorite for being uh, the, the, the biggest surprise you know we're we're surprised how well the Mets are playing, you know, that sort of thing. But not to go, you know, as bad as the Twins were last year to have a nice cushion in the uh, American League Central in division, you know, where the White Sox were heavily favored, you know, to not only win the division but maybe maybe run away with
1: it. Yeah. All right, Bob, always good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time.
5: Sure, my pleasure. Thanks. Take care, Steve.
1: All right, there he is, Bob Nightingale. And he is an Odyssey MLB insider, and insider calls are presented by BetQL. BetQL is here to help us all make better bets through real, proven analytics. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Twins and Blue Jays, game two of the three-game set coming up. We'll have a sneak peek of the lineup. We'll check the Major League scores and schedule, turn it over to the pregame show at 1.30, first pitch just after 2 o'clock today, it'll be Dylan Bundy on the mound for the Twins. He's 3-2 and on the young season, his ERA 4.76. Jose Barrios, his opponent, former Twins ace, 3-2. and His ERA a bit bloated at 5.62. Can the Twins keep the bats booming today after five home runs on Friday night? We'll find out pretty quick here on the Home of the Twins News Talk, E3O-WCCO. Pre-game 1.30, first pitch just after 2 o'clock. Big thanks to Carrie Clatt, our producer. I got started at 11 a.m. Shaletta Brundage had the day off. Uh, she'll be back later in June. Uh, big thanks to Doug Swindahart, who checked in with Tech Talk between 11 and noon. We went outdoors with Steve Carney. And then here on the Twins Magazine show, big thanks to our guests that joined us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. We had uh, Chris Isles from the Twins front office. Uh, He was the senior director of brand experience and innovation. Talked about the upcoming homestand uh, with the Yankees and Rays coming to town. And uh, the first ever NFT gate giveaway. Uh, It's Byron Buxton NFT night. On Friday, June tenth, go to the twins website, twinsbaseball.com slash NFT to find out more about that. Cutting edge technology. Uh Friday night at the ballpark. Uh, pretty pretty cool stuff there. And uh, also joining us uh Odyssey Sports Insider Bob Nightingale from USA Today to go around the major leagues, some of the news. Joe Girardi out as manager of the Phillies, the struggles of the White Sox, and much, much more. How are the twins going to go in the ball game today? A lot of players on the injured list, not available uh on uh the uh COVID list, etc. And here's how the twins will go in the ball game today. Uh Louise Saraiz will lead off and play first. Byron Buxton will DH and bat second. Jorge Polanco will be at second and bat third. In the cleanup spot, right fielder Trevor Larnock Batting fifth at third base, Jose Miranda. Two home runs in the ballgame yesterday. Uh, Nick Gordon will be in left field in bat six. Batting seventh center fielder, Mark Contreras. Batting eighth catcher, Ryan Jeffers. And then at shortstop, uh, Jermaine Palacios. So it'll be a rise, Buxton Palanco, Larnick, Miranda Gordon, Contreras, Jeffers, Palacios. Now we did hear that uh, Gilberto Celestino, was activated from the COVID injured list. Chichi Gonzalez was returned to AAA. Celestino had missed the last nine games and had really been a reliable performer. Gior Ishella banged up in the game last night. He is not available. And then uh, one of the heroes from the game last night uh, for the Minnesota Twins, Kyle Garlick, who hit two home runs, also not available today. So the Twins are, are banged up. Players missing. Uh, the, the anti-vax crew back here in the Twin Cities as they try and close out this series. By the way, uh quick lay of the land for tomorrow. The Huddle. Mike Max, Pete Nigerian at 10. That show ends at 11.30 for Inside Twins. And then at noon will be... Uh, The pregame show and then uh, 12.35 our time. First pitch on Sunday, getaway day in Toronto. They return to the States. They return to the Twin Cities. Had the day off Monday and open a three-game series with the Yankees. Those will be all night games. Tuesday night, Wednesday night, Thursday night. First pitch, 6.40. Pregame, 6 o'clock here in the home of the Twins. And then the Rays come to town beginning Friday night. And that will be a 7-10 start with a pregame at 6-30. Quick update on the Major League School Board on this uh, Saturday afternoon. By the way, a lovely Saturday afternoon here in the Twin Cities, of Minneapolis-St. Paul. Uh, two games underway. The Yankees leading the Tigers 1-0 that game in the bottom of the fifth. So there is sailing along in the Bronx. And uh, the lone run in the game, Aaron Judge, a leadoff home run for the Bombers in the first. And, of course, uh, Judge and Stanton and the rest come to Target Field on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. The other game underway, uh, Cubs and Cardinals on the north side of Chicago at Wrigley Field. Cubbies lead at 1-0 that game, top of the fourth. Uh, They're playing a day-night doubleheader there. The other game getting started at 6.15 our time. A little bit later on, uh, Cleveland and Baltimore, Arizona visiting Pittsburgh, Uh, Seattle is in Texas. Uh, The Red Sox on the road in Oakland to play the A's. Also today, Houston taking on the Royals in Kansas City. Uh, The Nats are in Cincinnati to play the Reds. The White Sox and Rays. Uh, The Giants visit Miami to play the Marlins. Padres and Brewers. Angels, Phillies. Braves, Rockies. Mets, Dodgers. All under the lights tonight. We've got a run. Pre-game show is next. Uh, The Twins and the Jays from Toronto.